Welcome everyone to the sales training here with the mortgage calculator. We'll get started in just a minute, just waiting to go live on all the different platforms, give everybody a chance to jump on here. So hang tight. I'm going to put the chat up on the screen here. I see some comments were already coming in, but feel free to drop a comment there as you tune in. We have the chat up on the screen. Great topic here for today. And we'll get into it shortly. Remember, we do these 12 p.m. Eastern every weekday where we go through a loan officer sales training with a different topic every day, focusing more on the front end as far as prospecting and dealing with leads and actually making sales as opposed to the back end and guidelines and all that kind of stuff. So Definitely a training that I'm fond of here, and we will go ahead and get it started in just a moment. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in nice and early and dropping comments. As you tune in, feel free to keep dropping comments here and also drop any questions you have, and I'd be happy to answer any questions after the presentation here. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it here. So our topic for today is going to be prospecting for fix and flip loans. This whole week, we're going to be talking about prospecting for a different loan type. So make sure you tune in all week and watch the previous ones if you haven't yet. And fix and flip loans are definitely unique. Most lenders don't work with them at all. That's why it's great to be here at the Mortgage Calculator because it's definitely something that we deal with on a constant basis because we deal with so many investors. So especially those of you at the mortgage calculator, it's important to know what we can do with fix and flip loans. We've had sales trainings on this as well as daily rates, live trainings on this. So make sure if you want to be more familiar with fix and flips after this presentation, you can go on our YouTube and check the previous trainings that we've had on fix and flip loans that go a little bit more in depth into how those loan types work as opposed to today we're more so talking about how to prospect for these deals so on my first slide here remember ground up construction is not a fix and flip right that's not what we're talking about when we're talking about a fix and flip here we're talking about an existing structure of some kind and putting money in to fix it and then selling it. So we're not talking about a fix and hold here uh, where you would fix it up and then you know refinance it into a long-term loan or do some kind of long-term loan from the start. Uh, it's not a fix and hold. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about a Burr, which is a, a great concept there for those of you that aren't familiar. Definitely a very popular concept nowadays. It stands for buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat, right? So they buy a property, you renovate it, and then you rent it out so that it's stabilized, and then you refinance it, and then you take that capital after refinancing and go repeat the process. So that's not what we're talking about today, but we do have trainings on all of that Again, go to our YouTube and watch those previous trainings on that. We have a whole training on Burr, which is very interesting, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about actually fixing the property and then selling it, right? Now, there needs to be enough upside, 
when you're doing a fix and flip loan. Because understand, the lender or investor that's doing this loan needs to know that once it's fixed up, that the ARV, the after repair value, is going to make enough sense to and have enough, as Jose likes to say, meat on the bones to be able to have enough upside to easily sell it for enough to pay the loan back and obviously have profit as well, because that's the entire point of the person who's taking out the loan is to make profit. So they're really going to look at the ARV. They're really going to look at the appraisal as far as what the appraisal thinks that the ARV could be, because that's essentially what this is based on, right? It's not based on any type of income. There's no income from the borrower being considered, and there's not any real income from the property. Like a DSCR loan is based on the rent of the property. Well, a fix and flip loan is based on the profit in the property, difference between purchase price plus repairs and you know what it could actually sell for the appraisal value of the completed project. So just remember that's what it's based on here when we're doing a fix and flip. All we're really looking at is, is there enough upside? Is there enough meat on the bones for us to be able to do this and sell it for enough and even, you know, the, a lender's always going to look at worst case scenario. So they're going to look at, hey, is there enough here? Even if the market goes down or even if they get lowballed and have to take a quick lowballed offer, is there still, even in that case, enough meat on the bones to not only pay the loan back, but they're going to want to see a good margin there to make sure the client can make some money. And of course, that margin is also a margin of error, essentially, in case something does get eaten up. And yes, the the borrower may be out of some money, but at least the lender isn't. Remember that fix and flip loans are short term, right? So it needs to actually sell uh, quickly after the renovation. Now, just like any construction-based loan, whether it's ground-up construction or one-time close or uh, you know FHA 203K or a fix and flip, the contractor is everything, right? That is the whole key. The whole deal with this is having a contractor who can come in and do it, but also somebody who has the right paperwork, but can do it in time. Because again, this is a short-term loan. If you have a contractor that comes in and messes around and you don't end up getting it done for a year and you don't have time to sell it, you're going to be in trouble because most of these loans are 12 to 24 months and then it's time to pay it back. And so if you haven't sold it yet, you're going to have a huge problem. So the contractor is everything, just like any loan that's based on any kind of construction. It's going to be really dependent on if you have the right contractor, if you stay on top of them and make sure that everything is completed in time. Now, here's one thing, now that we get into the more prospecting side of it here, here's one thing that's great about fix and flips is that it really allows us to seek out opportunities for our borrowers. So a fix and flip is really something where people 
are essentially trying to find the right property. Now, of course, anybody who buys a home is trying to find the right property, but it's very specific for a fix and flip because they need to find a house that's essentially in distress or that just you know needs to be completely updated. So these borrowers that we're dealing with are looking for an opportunity. So it's not like they're looking for a home to live in. They're looking for a specific opportunity to be able to add value via construction, via renovation, and be able to sell the home for a lot more. So they're going to be looking at that margin of buying this, fixing it up with XYZ, and being able to sell it for X, right? So it's really something where they are seeking out very specific opportunities. And we as loan officers can essentially get involved in this seeking out opportunities with them, right? So we can seek out opportunities for our clients to take advantage of because somebody that's doing fix and flips is always looking for deals because it's very specific. They have to find a property that has you know, the exact amount of things, you know, essentially wrong with it or that need to be updated and know that the ARV, once they put this amount of money into it, is going to be this much and it's going to be worth it not only for the lender, but also for them. So this loan more so than others, we can really get involved in helping the client actually seek out the specific houses for them to be able to do this type of loan. And so now let's talk about the resources that we can use in order to help seek out these type of deals and be able to talk to our clients, our borrowers, about how they could seek out some of these deals. So contractors are a great resource for this. Contractors are involved not only in fixing these places up, but knowing where something may be that needs to be fixed up, certain areas, certain houses that they've worked on where they could say, you know what, I did work on this house. If it just had a $50,000 more in renovation, it would sell for a ton because there's a lot of room there for improvement. So contractors are in that world. They're there. So they're a great opportunity. So contractors can send you all kinds of business. They can also send you business for refinances of people who did just fix their home and want to get money out. Uh, they can give you deals to stabilize. So like we talked about earlier, the Burr programs, if they just did a job for somebody, you know, and fixed it up, they can also recommend, hey, you might want to, you know, cash out or just, uh, you know, refinance this into a DSCR loan. So knowing contractors, educating them on the programs that you have that could help their clients that they're already talking to is definitely a good thing, especially in this fix and flip loan type that we're talking about. Also whole, wholesalers. So for those of you that don't know what a wholesale a wholesaler is, is basically somebody who, you know, the saying like, you know, sell before you buy right? That's essentially what a wholesaler is, right? They're looking for properties, any type of property they can get a good deal on. And they're essentially just brokering, just middlemanning a real estate deal 
that, you know, is something where they can go to people and say, hey, if I got that, you know, I could, we could offer you this much for your house. If I got this much for your house, would you be willing to sell it? And then they go try to find the actual, uh, you know, buyer, right? And of course, they have a lot of investors that they work with that are going to be able to buy those homes if the wholesaler can get enough, uh, you know, of a good deal, right? So wholesalers, uh, sometimes they're frowned upon in the industry here, you know, and whether or not you believe that they're, you know, bringing a lot of value to the transaction, the point here is that they're in this world, right? And this is something that you can use to your advantage because, again, they're trying to find properties where there's room for them to essentially middleman the transaction. So if they're finding properties where there's room for them to do that, a lot of the times they're finding properties that need to be fixed up and that could be fixed up with a fix and flip loan. So to make sure that you insert yourself there into the wholesaler and know, make sure that they know that you have fix and flip programs, that when they're looking to you know sell these homes, that they're kind of, I guess I would say kind of brokering this deal, they know that you know whoever's purchasing it, they could educate them on the fix and flip loans and say, hey, this would be a great deal. If you got this house, uh, you know, you could do a fix and flip for it. And, you know, that's something that you could do. So they're in this world, definitely somebody that you could work with and educate on our different programs. Now, also foreclosure lists. These are also a good outlet for you to be able to, you know, contact the people, see if they would want one, but also working with your investor clients, working with people, knowing that these are on the foreclosure list and foreclosure is coming up. And so you could find properties that way. And that's a way, you know, a lot of the foreclosure homes will have a good opportunity to fix them up. They're typically going to be in a little worse of condition and the foreclosure lists are public for your county or your city or your state. So you can go actually pull those up. They're, you know, public record. Same thing with the, you know, list pendants, you know, filings and all those kind of stuff, short sales. So those are also opportunities because, again, a lot of the times those are properties that may have some meat on the bones and somebody could come in and purchase it and be able to do a uh, fix and flip loan. Now, of course, investors are the kind of the end borrower for this, right? I mean, the and, and I'm talking not about the conduits that we have that are funding the loans. I'm talking about an individual investor that is one of our borrowers. So a lot of us at the mortgage calculator are already working with investors as our borrowers doing DSCR loans for them, et cetera. So let's say you're doing a DSCR loan with somebody, you also want to educate them on the other opportunities because the people doing these DSCR loans and things like that are the same type of people who may be interested in doing a fix and flip loan. So if you make sure that you educate them on these things, then, you know, they're going to keep their eyes open out there, right? And and that might be another loan that you end up getting from the person. Yes, they did a couple of DSCR loans with you, but they might find a whole new project that they never would have done 
without you educating them on the options that they would have. So they're going to be keeping their mind open now. You educated them, them on what they could do, these options, these opportunities that they have. And now everywhere they go, their eyes are open for any type of deal that they could fit into one of these programs. And they know, hey, if I find a really distressed house, I could get a fix and flip loan from my loan officer at the mortgage calculator. And that would allow me to take advantage of this situation. Now, you can also keep your eyes open for these opportunities. Like I said, this offers a chance for us to get more involved and actually seeking out opportunities for our borrowers. So it's very important that we understand if there's opportunities out there, we can talk to our clients about those opportunities, right? We can help present them with opportunities. You might be talking to an investor client and in their state, you've found some opportunities that may be valid for them and you may be able to suggest to them, hey, I saw this house when I was driving around or whatever. You may want to look into it. It looks pretty distressed. We may be able to do a fix and flip loan on it, and that might work out well for you. So not only will the client keep their eye out when you educate them on the possibilities and opportunities that they will have working with you, but you can also keep your eye out to literally find projects that you could suggest to them to be able to do. Because again, it's all about the project. It's all about what can be fixed here and what would the ARV. It's not easy to find an opportunity for this. So if you find potential opportunities, you can mention them to your client. You want to arm your client with the programs and knowledge that so when they go out there and they see an opportunity, they know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to give you a call, right? Hey, that fix and flip loan program that we talked about, I think I have a property we could do this. And you say, great, send me the property info. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's see what we can do with this. So you're going to open their eyes and then you want to make sure that you keep your eyes open as well. Now, of course, just like every other loan program, realtors are a big source of being able to prospect for this, right? So realtors, this is a big thing for realtors that we talk about this with the DSCR loans that you can explain to realtors that you can actually create loans or excuse me, create transactions that they never would have had. We talk about this a lot for DSCR loans. They could take somebody with a property that has equity or that they bought for cash. You could refinance them with a DSCR, no employment, no income verification, all that kind of good stuff. When they get the cash out, they can go buy a few more properties. And that's how a lot of realtors are able to really get with the program here on the DSCR loans because what does the realtor want? They want more transactions. They can get, you're telling me that if I just let one of my clients know that we can do this maneuver of refinancing with the DSCR loan, that they'll go out and buy one or two more properties. Now as the realtor, I have one or two more transactions and I'm gonna be super happy. Well, the same thing goes for a fix and flip. Now, when they're talking to their clients, the possibilities just opened up. They're not just sending their client all the houses that are already done, already good, already fixed, ready for an investment property, right? If their client says, hey, I want an investment property, okay, well, they're going to go look for the ones that are ready to go. But when we really work with the realtor and bring them in on the opportunities that we have at that point, 
It opens up their entire MLS. It opens up all kinds of opportunities. May, they may be able to find pocket listings or listings off the market or even listings that are in the actual MLS that they never would have probably sent to this client if they didn't have that opportunity of saying, hey, I know we haven't found one yet in the regular MLS, but I did see this property. I think this would probably be more of a fix and flip property, but guess what? I have the person to refer you to that can make a fix and flip loan happen. So we'll see. I know we've been looking for a month or two. We haven't found anything ready to go. Let's look at something where we could create more value with a fix and flip loan, actually find something that we could work on instead of trying to find all the finished stuff for a much higher price and we haven't found anything yet. So a great, you know, a different angle here when working with the realtors on this. And again, it's just arming them with the information that they're going to need so that when, so they have that tool, when they're talking to whatever client, they have that in their back pocket of, of knowing that they can refer somebody to you and we can get a transaction going that they may not have had or may not have been able to complete or may not have been able to find a property for this person that works. And this might be the way to do that. Uh, last thing on my list here, and there's plenty of places to go to that, uh, you know, all kinds of real estate investors visit, but bigger pockets is a great website. You know, it's a website, it's a podcast, it's a Facebook group. It's, they throw events. They actually have an event coming up uh, in Orlando, I think in like five days or something like that. Uh, we were going to go to it, but I don't think we're going to be able to do that here. So at this point, but anyway, uh, Bigger Pockets is a great source of, um, you know, investors and clients, potential clients. So if you're not on bigger pockets, make sure you make a free profile. If you're at the mortgage calculator, we've sent out multiple emails about this. It's been in the newsletters uh, and on the different trainings and you can connect your profile to your company, right? So you can make your free profile and then you can send it in to be connected to your company. And that is a free profile. So, uh, you know, bigger pockets is definitely, you know, probably the most serious real estate investor group. And then of course, there's all kinds of groups on Facebook specifically for fix and flip loans and, you know, all of that kind of stuff, right? So definitely something that you should look into. And again, there's tons of different places that do this, but bigger pockets is probably the most official one. So again, use these resources. You can talk to these people. My challenge for you today would be to familiarize yourself with your fix and flip programs that you have available to you. Because again, it's really all going to come down to you being able to educate different people about these opportunities. And you're not going to be able to educate them properly if you don't do the research yourself. For those of us at the mortgage calculator, we go to the lender list, look at that specialty column there. Most of it's going to be on the brokerage side of the spreadsheet. Pull up that lender list, go to the specialty, look at the ones that do fix and flip, which I think we have like 30 different outlets, maybe 40 outlets that do fix and flip loans. So educate yourself on them. Go to our YouTube, pull up the fix and flip trainings that we've done, an hour long training in depth into what fix and flip loans are and how they work and all stuff, right? So definitely want to take advantage of this program. 
Looks like I see a question here. So a person can refinance their current property and use the cash DSCR loan to get more properties. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you know, it, it, they're just going to buy new properties with the with the cash they got from the DSCR loan, right? So that's not any kind of special transaction. Uh, it's not all lumped into one for, you know, we're talking about a DSCR loan is what the question was about. So not a fix and flip loan. But at that point, what I just talked about that scenario with a DSCR loan, all it is, is essentially you're just doing a, you know, there's no special combination that you're doing. You're just doing a regular DSCR refinance. And then now they're going to have cash. And so you're going to do separate transactions for them to go buy something with that cash as a DSCR loan. So it's not linked up, right? You're just doing separate loans. You're doing a refinance and then they're going to have enough money to go buy stuff. And then they're going to find something and tell you they want to do a purchase and you're going to do an actual purchase, right? So uh, nothing special there. There is no, you know, complicated transaction. It's just multi, it's just different transactions, regular refi, regular purchase, and you know, that's it. I'm Canadian. Does your program work here? No, we don't lend outside of the country, but we do lend inside of the country for foreign nationals. So if you are Canadian, uh, we do have options for you to do fix and flip loans, DSCR loans, in the states, right? So uh, you can be a foreign national, uh, don't have to live here, but you would have to be purchasing the property here in the states because we don't actually lend outside the United States. All right. Okay. So as I said before, definitely check out the different fix and flip loans we have. Keep in mind that these different resources here, maybe jot them down, maybe take a picture of the screen. These are great resources to be able to use. But I think the biggest takeaway here is go educate yourself on the fix and flip opportunities that we have and how those work. And, you know, that's something very important. And Art's asking, do you happen to mention the credit score for this loan? No, the credit score is going to just be depending on the type of, you know, investor or lender that you're going through, they will let you know. So again, that's something where when you go through the lender spreadsheet and look at these different type of loans, you know, every investor and lender is going to be a little bit different on what they would require. I believe some of them may not require one from the borrower, you know, something that would be like a true non-recourse loan. But as Jose said on the training last night, that's, you know, few and far between. So let's go ahead and wrap it up here. Remember, we do this 12 p.m. Eastern every weekday. So we'll be right back here tomorrow with a new topic. Appreciate everybody tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training with the Mortgage Calculator. Take care, everyone. Oh, I do see Jim asking a question. In general, are rates for fix and flip similar to DSER? They're going to be way higher, right? Fix and flip is going to be a much higher. This is a short-term bridge loan with way higher rates than a DSER. A DSER is going to be a 30-year fixed loan, right? So it's going to be much lower than a fix and flip. Anyways, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in.